Hi, everybody. We're back. Yeah, and we're literally back because we just did this intro. Yeah, well, listen. Well, half of it. Sometimes things don't work out the way they plan to. I was telling Bob there was an issue, and we ignored the issue. <laughs> well, because I thought the issue was fine, okay? I thought everything was peachy keen and nothing was going to go bad, and then it went bad. Yeah, so this is, uh, I guess, two weeks in a row where we've had issues with recording. Because <laughs> we just did arachnophobia, and that, Bob sounds echoey. As all hell. Yeah, it was our first time recording three mics. I put a disclaimer at the front of the video. It's it worked out. I cu- I it was a pain to edit, but I got it to work. Yeah, I mean you were editing until, as you said, in the recording that no one's gonna hear, up to two hours ago. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically I had to recut some stuff because uh, of the way some stuff in the audio worked out, and to try and fix some of the echo, and it was a pain in the ass. So you know, not that anyone cares, but that's why the video was up late on Friday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I sent out the links in a timely manner. It was up at like, mm, I don't know, 8 or 9? Yeah, but it's normally up at midnight just because we're trolls that are up in the middle of the night. Well, yeah, we're up in the middle of the night doing... Well, I'm working, damn it. So, so. am I. But I guess let's do this again. How yeah. was your week, Bob? It was okay. I, I didn't really do anything that interesting. I mean, let me think. No, nah, nothing. Nothing interesting. Uh, edited podcasts and wor- worked on homework. That was it. Uh, what did, what was, How was your week, Ben? How would <laughs> so natural? It's so we. Oh my god! Oh we. Oh. Um. It was fine. I did homework. I worked. It's my birthday this week, so that's gonna be. I fun. forgot it was your birthday. We have to work on your birthday. Yeah, we gotta work on my birthday. Are you gonna come into work? Yeah. Are you really gonna come in? Seriously? Well, I'm coming in at eleven fifty, so <laughs> it's only ten minutes of my birthday. <laughs> that's fair. You know what? I give up ten minutes of your birthday. But yeah. Other than that, um, I made some ratatouille this week. That was that was pretty good. Okay, so we ha- actually we talked about ratatouille the other day uh, while we were at work. You made normal ratatouille. Yeah. Not the fancy shit or whatever. Not the the thing that we see in Ratatouille the movie. Yeah, which I didn't know. Which is apparently technically not ratatouille. Yeah, it's a whole thing. I'm not into French cooking. You know more than I. It has to do with like the style and I think some of the ingredients because I think that one has uh, squash in it as well. I have no idea. I've had. I didn't have ratatouille until super recently. And you had the the not ratatouille the ratatouille. Not, the stuff that you didn't make. Yeah. And you know what? I think you should have made it the way well, the way that we normally see it because you injured yourself multiple ways making ratatouille. I only injured myself one way. And well, two. No, the others are from not ratatouille. You're thinking about when I told you I almost stabbed myself. No, 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 no. I'm counting the mouth thing and the hand oh. thing. Is that was injured. after I finished making ratatouille. That was eating ratatouille. But it was the result of the making of the ratatouille. I guess, but that would have happened with the, the the other type. I'm also surprised you didn't hurt yourself with the knife. Uh, yeah, so uh, I guess at this point it should be said, I hurt myself a lot. Mm. I need to stress, not on purpose. No, I assume you often do not hurt yourself on purpose. It's just, it's not even that I'm clumsy. Just, I, I happen to have accidents a lot. And I'm usually doing something where my fuck-ups can hurt me. So, for instance, I had uh, blanched some tomatoes, and I was uh, I had to peel them beforehand. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I had to take off the the this, two ends. Yeah. So they would uh, peel after I blanched them, and I was doing that, and the knife just slipped and went all the way through the tomato, and the tip like pushed into the uh, the fleshy bit of my thumb. <gasps> Didn't stab it through, but it was a pretty close call. <sighs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Cooking, you should stop cooking. It's dangerous for you. You hurt oh, yourself fine. too much cooking. 
Bob's referring to especially I I burnt my hand. Yeah, that one's pretty bad. I um I I had the oven on and when I was putting the ratatouille in the oven, it's an electric oven and I'm not used to that because I I grew up using gas and there's an exposed heating coil that hangs down probably a couple inches, four or five. I don't know if that's regulation. The top. But it probably shouldn't be. It's just really old and I guess the rack was up too high because I eventually had to move the rack down to get the uh, Lacroix stuff in. But yeah, I touched it with the top of my hand. And there's a burn about, I don't know, two inches long by half an inch wide. And the skin kind of just stuck to the metal. And Oh, God. Every time you describe it, it gets worse. It's never a good one. I hate... Uh, uh, the idea of skin sticking to anything is horrific. At the very least, I didn't smell it, which was good. But I didn't even think about the fact you'd be able to smell that. I didn't. Oh, God. It was hot enough that it kind of, like, I guess, instantly burnt the flesh off. But oh, that's really, that's really awesome. Yeah. And it, it didn't blister because it ripped the skin off. It tried, but there was no skin there. I'm honestly so surprised that stuff. Band-Aid is still on there. Yeah. Do you repl- when did you realize we replaced that? Last night? Last night before work. Is. We're doing this at 12, so I woke up at 10, and then I fell back asleep. I got up at 11. And so I woke up at 11.30, and my roommate was in the shower because he goes to work. Um, around now. So I just kind of put on a hat and some clean clothes and brushed my teeth and then I came here, so. I mean, I literally rolled out of bed, let my dog out, went and got coffee, came yeah. home and you were here, so. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, we're not even going to pretend. We already chose a movie, but before that, I'd like to say we have one spider movie left, two Halloween movies, or spots, you know what I mean, and then three zombie spots. Now, today... Do you want to tell them what you chose, Bob? Yeah, so I had, a, I had a moment of crisis and didn't know what to choose. So I winged it, and I was like, you know what? We haven't done zombies yet. It's a category I'm excited for. It's a category Ben's excited for. I'm going to choose zombies, and I chose the middle one, hoping I didn't get three movies. I got two. You got two. Which is more reasonable. Yeah, we're doing Wreck 1 and 2. Uh, for anyone's wondering, that is <laughs> left bracket, R capital, E capital, C capital, right bracket. So it's like those old... Uh, video cameras. Um, yep. Like the record symbol in the yeah. corner of like your handheld or something. But the description for this one is a television reporter and cameraman follow emergency workers into an apartment building and quickly discover something terrifying. Now, yeah. Bob didn't think that sounded too bad. And then I immediately told him after he, he accepted that we were doing this movie that this was probably what I think is the scariest movie on the board. See, now I'm worried because you said uh, a cameraman and a reporter. I'm expecting this to be like from the perspective of the cameraman and that's going to freak me the fuck out, Benjamin. What what would you call that style of found cameraman? I don't know. I think that would be found footage, Bob. But yeah. I didn't want to say it, but you made me. So are you ready to talk about this, Bob? <sighs> I, gu- I guess I'm ready, Ben. I'm kind of scared, but... Alright, so the first one yep. is a Oh, before we say this, this is our first double movie feature. Oh, yeah. I guess we should explain that, huh? We haven't really talked about it. So, I mean, we've done two movies before because with Ashley, we did our actual movie and then oh, the special. Yeah. And then the week before, because uh, I already spoiled what our Thanksgiving movie was last week. Yeah, which we watched. So. But that's at the end of the arachnophobia video, so I don't even know who's going to get there. But we're watching Blood Rage <laughs> for Thanksgiving. But we did a double then, too. But yeah. this is our first actual, like... That would, that'll be out by the time this comes out, too. Yeah. So go... The day before. Go watch that. It, Yesterday. It, it was a funny, for sure. I hope it came out funny as a video. <laughs> I haven't edited it yet. <laughs> I'm delirious. Bob's slightly inebriated. Oh, uh, well, I was really drunk on the Ashley episode. Yeah, so it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be 3 days of Bob is just drunk as a skunk. 
then Bob's slightly buzzed, and I'm delirious. And then in this one, you're delirious. I'm not that delirious. I'm still s- Yeah, we enough. have six hours of this. Yeah, well, it's fine. I'll get a nap at some point. All right, so this is a double movie block. Yep. So I think we've kind of discussed this before, that on the board I have put some movies where there's, instead of one movie, it's a couple movies from a series. Yep. I've tried to cut down on how many movies we see in a specific square. So that way if I ever choose, like, let's say Friday the 13th. We don't have to watch 12 fucking movies. Yeah. I'd probably break it down into threes or twos. And I, I tried to choose what I thought was thematically relevant when I'm breaking stuff down. Makes sense. Um, so, for instance, with Wreck, there's four Wreck movies. Mm-hmm. We're watching the first two because those go to, like, well together. Okay. Um, and how we're doing that as a concept, I believe, is we're going to record this first episode. Yep. And this is episode four of the podcast. Yeah, we're at four, we're at four. Yeah, so we're going to record this first episode. That's going to be episode 4.1, and then we're going to finish it, and then move on to Wreck 2. Yep. And that's going to be episode 4.2, mm-hmm. and I assume those will either both come out Friday, or maybe we'll do Friday, Saturday. Yeah, I, I haven't decided yet. I actually, I might do uh, Wednesday, Friday. Really? Yeah. Okay. Just because that makes editing it easier for me. That's fair. I just... What are we going to do when we get, like, three? Are you going to do... Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. That works. Yep. All right. Yeah, we're going to do whatever we decide to do, but... We'll let you know as we figure it out. Yeah. It hasn't happened yet, so we haven't had to talk about it. Although, if we're doing Wednesday, Friday, that means you're releasing double on Wednesday. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, I'm going to start giving Bob facts about Rec, since we've, I think, done service to that. I'm, I'm kind of I, this. I, mm. I think this is a very cool film. It probably is very cool, but it's also probably pretty scary. Yeah, this is gonna be fun. All right, so it's a 2007 film. Mm-hmm. It is an hour and 18 minutes long. Oh, that's that's pretty short, actually. You ready for this? 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb. It's rated so high. Yeah, that's not good it's for me. It's a good film. Like, that's oh god no. Besides the horror, because that's not what we get ratings on IMDb for. It's an objectively good film, I think. It may be good, but that means it's also probably pretty fucking scary. It is, perchance, very scary. Fuck me. We have to work tonight, you son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. We got to go out middle of the night, <laughs> tromp around in the cold. We work outside. Most it was of the time. 27 degrees last night. I didn't even think last night was so bad. Well, yeah. Normally, it's like zero yeah, well. At this time of year, but, you know. It's rated R, by the way. Awesome. That's actually, like, a relief, to be honest. The last Because the PG-13 movies have really destroyed you. The PG-13 movies really fucked me up, man. And you take every chance to bitch about them. Because like, it's awful. You only bitched at the beginning. You're like, it's just PG-13, man. And then I was listening to the screams for arachnophobia, and you fit one in there. You were like... <laughs> I screamed really loud, even though it's only PG-13. Because <laughs> I fucking hate it. It's not. If it makes me scream like that, it shouldn't be PG-13. That's not how that works. I, we need at some point to look up the exact ruling for PG-13 so I can read it out to you. Sure. All right. So uh, the famous people in this, which I don't expect you to know any. Oh, okay. Because I this film is Spanish. Oh, it's in Spanish. Yeah, it's like it's Spanish as in it's from Spain. It's also in Spanish, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Uh, Manuela Velasco, she's playing Angela. Uh, Pablo Rosso is playing Pablo. Uh, same name, nice. And Javier Botet is playing Nina Medeiros. Now, that's probably the most famous person for, like, us as Americans. Okay. Uh, because he's a famous, like, creature actor. 
Oh, so he... Okay, cool. That's really... Okay. Uh, he's also played Mama and Mama. Oh! If anyone's seen Mama. I have not seen that, but I've heard that movie's fucking freaky. I really like it. No. It's kind of sweet. I don't like that. No, because it... Oh, It's kind of no. sweet. Mm-mm. It's a nice it's a family ghost. story. No, it's a ghost movie, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bob is not going to like that one when we do it. <sighs> We're I, not watching that. Don't you dare. Oh, we will watch it at some point. I hate you so fucking much. So, yeah, Javier Botet is interesting. So, people have probably seen him. He's in a bunch of stuff. Uh, just because I don't want to say he looks strange, but he looks particular in a way that's very handy for playing creatures, creatures and, other stuff. and stuff. That's, that's really cool, actually. Uh, and I'll talk about that a little bit more when we get to it in my notes. But uh, it's directed by, I think this is Jamie Balaguerro. And Paco Plaza. Hmm, okay. Forgive me if I pronounce any r- names wrong. Cause yeah, I mean, we don't speak Spanish. I Yeah, I'm really bad at Spanish. I took it for, I think, eight years, and I know how to count, and <laughs> only some of my colors. I never took a lick of Spanish. I've taken German, and I can barely speak that. Did you just take German yeah. in high school? I, yeah, I took German in high school, too. Jesus. I took Spanish in elementary and middle school. What the fuck? Japanese in high school. See, the fact, how much Japanese do you know? I'm very out of practice, but I was conversational for a while. Because you went to Japan. Yeah, I did a homestay there for like a month. So um, I assume this movie, we're going to watch it with subtitles. Yeah, we're going to watch it with subtitles because uh, it's in Spanish. I assume the ADR is probably really bad. Um, I'm really excited because- I don't know if there's an ADR. There probably is. Mm-hmm. A lot of movies have ADR. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, um, you just you're. What movies are you talking about? The really popular ones that yeah. are in Korean and stuff. Um, do they really? Yeah, I'm almost positive. There's one for like Parasite and Train to Busan. Huh. I never watch those. I always do subtitles. I mean, I've never seen those, so I wouldn't know. Anyways, uh, both of these directors uh, also wrote the screenplay for this movie. Okay, so, so they, they wrote it and directed. Writer director, yeah. That's pretty rad. The estimated budget is 1.5 million euros. How many dollars? Did you convert that to dollars for me for my dumb American brain? Which is approximately $2 million. Thank you. In 2007. I don't know what the conversion is nowadays. But the box office was $32.5 million. God damn. So. They made 15, 16 times their budget. Yes, I like that. That's insane. Pretty great. for. Now I know where they made, how many, four of these movies? That makes sense. Yeah. I think this was their first directing film. I forgot to write that down. But it's very good turnout. I mean, yeah, it's really, really cool. All right, the tagline for this film is... Oh, God damn it. One witness, one camera. See, now... Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's found footage, by the way. I think we've established that enough to know. We're never doing that as a category. At least, I'm never going to choose that as a category for myself. If it makes you feel better, when we do found footage, we'll probably break it up. Okay, that makes sense. It's a different... Because I think found footage is... A pretty specific category, but there's ways you can break it up into smaller, like, subgenres. Okay. Um, eventually, when we choose found footage, I'll discuss my thoughts on that, but we'll leave it for now. <sighs> God. Anyways, uh, Pablo Rosso, so he plays Pablo in this movie. Yeah, that name seems really familiar to me, by the way. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know. He's the director of photography in this movie. No, I don't know. Maybe. Um, Javier Botet, who we talked about, the famous creature actor, mm. the reason he plays creatures is because he's known for being super tall and rail thin. I'm talking like no, rail thin. No, bro. Oh, God. I, you, so have you seen the pictures of Christian Bale when he did The Machinist? Oh, yeah. Are you talking like that or worse? So <laughs> in that movie, he's lost a lot of weight. Yeah, he's so super, this is super different. thin. This guy's just like super tall and just naturally very skinny. <sighs> so he's six foot seven. Oh, my God. And he only weighs, like, 123 pounds. No way that guy's okay. Yeah. What does he eat? One piece of toast per day? Some people just are different, you know? Nothing wrong with it. It's just some people look different. I mean, yeah, but that's just, like, 
to to be that tall and that thin is wild to me. It's it's completely wild. It is very particular, but it's I think his just natural state. Like some people are naturally heavier and some people are naturally skinnier. He just happened to be very tall and naturally very skinny. Um, so he he plays a lot of roles where you need someone who's looks like emaciated because when you do makeup and stuff, he does very good at that. Oh yeah, because I guess they don't really have to make him look as. Uh... It really has to do with like. When you're doing prosthetic makeup, it's easy to make things look like they're missing by putting things on. Oh, I guess that makes sense, yeah. That that makes sense. So the smaller you are, the more you can pile stuff onto a person and have it look natural, but also like look like they're skinny still. Does that make sense? I know what you mean. I'm not excited for this shit, by the way. All right, so the film is of Spanish origin. It was filmed in Barcelona, Spain. Okay. And like many popular foreign films, has an American remake series. Oh, there's... Yeah. Okay, so watching the Spanish version, not the American version. Yeah. The uh, the American version's quarantine. I didn't... I've heard of that, but I didn't yeah. watch it. I don't think it's as good. It's probably not as good. Most of the time when Americans remake stuff, it's not nearly as good as the original. Yep, that is very much true. And that kind of sucks. Sometimes the true. American remakes do things well, but usually there's... I like to think there's, like, theme stuff lost in translation. Yeah, that makes sense. Generally, because they basically have to switch the film to have more American cinema values. Yeah, which I think is very interesting when you compare it to something like Korean film. Yeah, and it you you lose some of the cultural nuance. Or yeah. just even the story's nuance when you change stuff like that. Um, or sometimes, like, the quarantine films are very much like a direct remake. Like, it's very, very similar. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. At least they kind of kept the source material. But it's they do some things that make it just feel like it's a subpar copy. Mm, that sucks. Just because they go to a lot of lengths when making this version wrecked. So quarantine feels a little lacking. All right. Uh Oh. I should mention it. Quarantine has. Did you ever watch that show about the serial killer? Uh, Dahmer. That new no. Netflix show. What, what show about a serial killer? The really famous one. The serial killer who kills serial killers. Oh, uh, fuck. Dexter. I did not watch Dexter, but I've. The sister seen... in Dexter. No, I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, no. She plays the, the main character in uh, Quarantine. Nope. No idea but, who you're talking about. Yeah. All right. So, the the film has received 16 awards and 12 nominations. Wow. That's in total. Uh, that's pretty cool. I thought that was interesting because that's a lot. That is a lot, especially for a non English film, I feel like. All right. Manuela Velasco, who plays. Angela, it's kind of like the main character, is a real TV presenter in Spain. She plays one in this movie. That's really cool. So she just... <laughs> yeah, so they chose a lot of like non-actors for this film to make it feel more realistic because oh, it's a found footage film. That's horrific. That's so fucking scary. So they chose her because she's a real-life TV presenter and she's playing a TV presenter in this. And they thought not only would that feel more realistic because she knows what she's doing, but people would recognize her. Mm. As a TV presenter, that makes be sense. like, oh, this looks oh, even more real. That's so fucking cool. Uh, the film is filmed in real locations, not sets. So that's pretty rad. This is all set in an apartment building in Barcelona, Spain, like I said. That's where they filmed. So it's an actual apartment building. That's really cool. Or at least it's an actual building. And that presents a lot of filming challenges because these aren't like half sets. It's the whole building. You can't just knock down walls and stuff. Yeah. You have to film around it. I think that it presents a challenge, but it's also could be, if done well, could be really cool. And I assume this movie does it well. Yeah. And then I think the last thing to mention is that the film is filmed chronologically. So oh. in order of how things happened, apparently the actors receive scripts the day of filming their scenes to make their acting like bit better as like to not seem super practiced. That's really, really cool. So like... 
<clears throat> that's really cool because it allows. I'm gonna go ahead and just put this out there. I know the category is zombies, but I assume that there's just one real scary zombie in this film, and not a bunch of zombies. Um, because you know, Monster Man. Uh, I think that's really interesting because like if they haven't seen the monster in the makeup, their initial reaction will be pretty genuine because it's like, oh shit. That's fucking scary. Yeah, and I mean, they also didn't get to practice their lines. That yeah, so everything feels sort of genuine. That's really, really interesting and really cool. Uh, the thing I didn't mention, because apparently I didn't take a note of it, so I'm glad I remember it. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, Pablo Rosso is the is in charge of photography, right? Yeah. So he's the guy with the camera. He's doing all the filming. He's playing the cameraman in this movie. Yeah. Because he's actually the cameraman in this movie. <laughs> so they strapped him with a camera. Oh, my God. And they had, I think it was like a, it's one of those harnesses that helps stabilize everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's running around as an actor filming everything during the movie. Jesus Christ. So it is, it's actually on like a big camera, Mm -hmm. but like a newscaster camera. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I think that's really interesting because a lot of found footage films kind of cheat because they, they either use really nice cameras or they'll use crappy cameras. But either way, they usually have someone who's not like supposed to be filming, filming. Yeah. Usually like just a camera dude. And this one's really interesting because the cameraman is playing the person who should be filming. I'm really, really interested in to see what they do. Because I assume this building is, has a lot of really long corridors. And stairs. It's oh, stairs. You... D- <laughs> Why did you fucking bring up stairs, you son of a bitch? Are you afraid of stairs? I'm not afraid of stairs. I just, the idea of looking, so you know how in some stairwells you can look up and down and see between the bars? Oh, yeah. And if you looked up and saw, if I looked up and saw like something. Like spiral ones? Like in small, on the, oh, the stairs, the small sort. If I looked up and there was something looking down at me, Benjamin, I would shit a brick. Okay, well. Benjamin, I, I haven't, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm afraid of stairwells. I'm saying stairwells, dangerous things happen in stairwells. It's the idea that someone can be watching with you and you don't really know. Yes. Yeah. Well, I just want to say he's he's very impressive as a cameraman because he is as an actor strapped with this gigantic camera running around set filming running from a monster like oh God well, just damn. throughout this building. That's a that's a lot of work. He's that filming by himself. All the footage is from him. But also like he has to be choreographed as an actor to be told you have to run around here. So he has like the head of photography has to you know as an actor he's told to like you know run around and do this yeah yeah, he has certain things he has to do like his blocking and stuff it's really really interesting but then he also has to be in charge of like all right i'm gonna be running down this corridor out these stairs but i still have to film this scene like he has to get the shots that the director wants and also block his choreography correctly so it's a lot harder as just a cameraman to do that i'm so interested in the cinematography of this film now but also the the athleticism to do that <laughs> it's true those cameras are fucking heavy they're dude. huge and he's he's using one specifically made to wear on your body like this but even then it's a it's a very big camera because this is a found footage film where they're playing cameramen so it's an actual camera yeah just, that has to function and still like record and have just good, look nice like, yeah wild so i just wanted to mention that because i think it's very impressive it's definitely impressive and very very cool and i'm really excited to be scared <laughs> All right, well, that's all the notes I have on the first movie, so I guess we're going to cut to the movie now. Yeah, I guess we're going to... Fuck me. Uh, Do you have any final thoughts? Because you're kind of... You're breathing heavy now. Because I'm freaking out, Ben, because I don't... I I picked zombies as a safe one. I thought to myself, there's no way Ben can scare me that bad. Yeah, you you were telling me that. But now I'm scared of stairs. (laughs) And I don't know what to do about that. Are are stairs going to get added to your list of fears? (laughs) 
No. Well, I already do the thing. I don't know if you do this. I'm a very paranoid piece of shit. And when I'm walking upstairs that have slits and you can see the other side, I'm so afraid something's going to grab my ankles. I don't do that. I Every time I go up a set of stairs, I go up them quickly because I'm afraid some little ghost gremlin man <laughs> is going to grab my ankles. I don't know if I'm a schizophrenic. I think you're just scared again. <laughs> I'm just a scared little man. But All you right. Know. Well, maybe you won't think it's that bad. Hopefully. Maybe that could just be me. All right. So I guess we're going to go. We'll we'll see you in a bit. We'll see you in a bit. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) We're back. Oh, fucking. I hate you. I hate you so fucking much. So I think before we get into our our thoughts and feelings, do you want me to describe the film for anyone who didn't watch it? You can talk for a minute. I need to calm down. (laughs) So Wreck, the film we just watched, is basically about a reporter. Uh, I think her name's Angela. Mm -hmm. And... Pablo, the best cameraman ever. <laughs> he might be the best cameraman ever. And they go into, they're watching these uh, firefighters because they're doing a special where they're like, what do people do at night while we're sleeping? Yeah, like uh, what do firefighters do at night? Like what do the night shift firefighters get up to? Yeah, I assume it's a running thing where she interviews different night shift workers. like Probably. Probably nurses and stuff like that. Uh, and they go on a call apparently about a disturbance. Yeah, like the they're screaming and stuff in an apartment building, so they go to investigate. Yeah, and they go and... Long story short, while they're in the building, it gets quarantined because apparently a vet somewhere has had a rabid animal of some type with an unknown disease. uh, And the chip in its ear takes them back to the building. So the whole building's quarantined and they're stuck inside. And it turns out uh, everyone's going essentially rabid, like zombies. Yeah. But it's more like rabies. Like a super fast-acting rabies. Yeah, or even, in fact, maybe a demonic possession. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. But Yeah. Yeah, and then things just start to go wrong because everyone's trapped in there and more and more people are... It is... I was worried going into this because it's a found footage film because Pablo has the camera on his chest yeah. the whole time. It's not like a lot of found footage films, but it is technically found footage. It, kind of. Stylistically. Stylistically, it very much is. And you know I don't I don't like that. That scares me because of the perspective you have to play with. Um, I was... I was worried that it would be sort of... Because I feel like in... I haven't seen a ton of found footage films, of course. But I felt like the angles were going to get predictable because it's one spot. Like, it's you're just seeing whatever Pablo is looking at on yeah. his, from his chest. This movie did such a good job at hiding everything from you until you exactly needed to yep, see it. With cinematography and everything? Yeah. yeah, it was really... Like, I, I might say this is the best movie we've watched so far. Yeah? Really? Yeah, like, honestly. Like, yeah. this movie is really, really good. I li- I'm i glad you liked it. I liked it. All things It considered. was a good movie. Holy shit, I'm never watching that ever <laughs> with again. With that being said, what do you think, Bob? Do you, how, how scary was it? So, it's really slow at the beginning. You yeah. see one infected person at the start, which is the old lady. I don't know how to say her last name. Mrs. Iz something something. Ilguerez or something. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't speak. I don't remember her name, so that's also that. First thing she does is eat one of the cops. <laughs> yeah, she old bites man his cop neck. instantly dies. Um, oh, he's bleeding out for a while. No, oh, he's he bleeding dies. out for a while, but like you know, even the dude in the inspector comes in and says like, we he's don't gonna know how die long. soon. Yeah, he's gonna die soon. We don't know how long it takes for the infection to spread or whatever. So she's the first one we see, and they don't even kill her at first. They just run away. Yeah. They don't come back upstairs for a while, and then they shoot her, and, and then she's, she's running at him. Yeah, when she comes at the cop, the and other she cop just killed someone. Yeah, some and other. I think she's killed someone. Yeah, some other person is in the hallway with like an infection, like a bite on their arm and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but the next infected person we see is Alex, who falls from the stairwell. I guess he gets up, doesn't he? Well, no, but he does eventually. But yeah, you don't see it at first until they're treating him on the table. But yeah. he has a bite mark on his face. 
Yeah, okay, that's what I was thinking. So, like, yeah, that's, like, a long time. Like, this movie takes forever to actually get rolling and be scary. But once it does that, it's built up enough, like, I guess, backlog of safety that it's actually fucking freaky. It's kind of like a, I don't know, like a, a landslide or something where it starts slow and then it builds up and... It's like the world's biggest it's snowball. It's a cascade, yeah. Down a hill. Like a snowball, that's a good analogy. And it's, re- it the dude, the end of this, Ben can attest, I was fucking in my seat shaking. He was, first of all... He started getting so anxious. Bob wears a beanie all the time. And he was pulling the beanie down over his eyes. I wasn't. I kept no, yelling at him. No, I didn't cover my eyes he did. at all. I'm, I'm proud of him. He didn't actually cover I got his eyes. so close. He got so close. He like pulled it most of the way down. He could still see. And I was like, Bob. Stop! And I pulled the beanie back, and he he got mad. I because <laughs> I it was a safety thing. I needed it for my safety. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of a, a cascading effect, and I think that's a common thing. And I'm gonna call them infection movies, not necessarily zombies or even infections per se, but things where it starts out with one kind of point of contact. There's usually this sense of growing dread because things it's, start. It definitely has a sense of growing dread. Small. To it. And Things then they start really small. Cascade, and by the end, there's usually a switch where there's so much in, like infected that like yeah. everything goes wrong, and that's what this movie does. I also think this movie does a super super good job thing, a super good job thing, a super good thing <laughs> of uh, seems a little tired of like setting up stuff and paying it off. Like yeah. th- there's so much, there's no throwaway dialogue in this movie. All of it is important. No, for how off the cuff everything feels. It feels all very real. Yeah, which again, I think it has to do with giving the people their scripts the day of, mm-hmm. so they can't really practice it. Yeah. It feels very real. They have outtakes. Yeah, which stuff. I think is really interesting to watch. And like, I think it's kind of cool when people, like when Jennifer turned on the camera yeah. and the they didn't know the camera was on, so they were just talking. Yeah, Pablo had put it on the ground because when it was off. Yeah, because the uh, health inspector asked him to turn it off. Yeah, because the health inspector, basically the government, the whole thing's under quarantine for, what is it, BNC? Yeah, uh, biological nuclear chemical. Yeah, which is their protocols for quarantine. And the whole thing's under quarantine. And the government, I don't think, knows there's a TV crew in there. No, I'm assuming they assume they're unaware. There's a police and a firefighter and the residents of the apartment, yep. but they didn't know about this TV crew. So when the they send a health inspector in there in complete hazmat suit, and yeah. he doesn't know there's a camera crew in there. He's very shocked. But yeah, like Bob said, Jennifer, this little girl, she yep. turns on the camera because she's a little kid and she's playing with the camera. She's touching the lens, the lens and, and everything. She smudges it, which I think is a good little bit. Yeah, and then Pablo picks it up. When Pablo picks up the camera, he's like, oh, someone's been fucking with the camera. Yep. It's all smudged. And then he immediately turns it off. I will commend this movie by saying it is very slow, but it's very good. Like This yes. is this movie is very well thought out. It's short for what we've been watching. I think it's only like it's, 74 minutes. It's an hour 18. Yeah, hour 18. Um, Which is the shortest movie we've watched, but it, it has the most uh, the most content, I guess, if that makes sense. Like, it's very well written. It's very well put together and very, yeah. all of it kind of, once again, cascades. Like, it slowly sets everything up like at the beginning uh we don't know where the infection is coming from but then uh they reveal the thing with the dog angela talks to jennifer about her During dog her in an interview yeah and she's like oh my dog max and then the health inspector comes in and says oh we had a rabid animal we followed it back here yep. and then it's like then it sets up first of all jennifer being a fucking zombie freaked me out bro but it, it's well done because you see the kid and the first yeah. thing you say when you see the kid is oh my god if this kid's a zombie I'm that is exactly out. what i said and the second you said that the mom starts talking about because the mom was talking about she's sick, and that yeah. your brain went, "Oh, she's gonna be a zombie." Yep. And almost immediately, the mom's like, "Nah, she just has tonsillitis." Yep. And that was safety. I was like, "And oh, you're like, oh, it's fine." And I, I think you kind of put it out of your mind. I until did. I didn't think they about realize it. it's the dog, and then everyone turns towards the mom, and the and mom's looks. like, 
she's just tonsillitis, I swear. Uh, which is the obvious reveal that the kid probably got bitten by the dog. Probably. And also, and the she's, mom's been lying the whole she's time. She looked sick the whole movie and had like marks around her mouth. Yeah, she has cuts and stuff. Um, it's very obvious that she was probably like bitten by the dog. And the mom yeah. has known something's wrong. Well, I think the mom kind of was hoping it wasn't anything bad, which is yeah. fair. Uh, but I think it's very interesting to note that from early on in the movie, once the quarantine happens or when people start going rabid, the mom probably knew that her kid was infected. Yeah. For instance, when there's a Chinese family in the building. Oh, yeah. Which is interesting to see because you don't. Yeah. And I think, think they about... actually speak Chinese to each other. But yeah. Spanish for to everybody else. Which is really cool. But there's this interesting scene where, like, the Chinese woman is talking about her father being upstairs. Yep. And he's he's paralytic and he has really bad arthritis and stuff. And she says he's sick because she's trying to speak in Spanish and she's having trouble. Yeah. And the mom immediately goes, it's her. It's his fault. Oh, yeah. She tries to pin the blame. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Because she knows. Yeah, that makes sense. Because at that point, the the it's probably also the the mom of Jennifer was freaking out probably the most. Oh, yeah, for the sure. The whole time. And it's probably because she knows that her child has to do with this. Yeah. So, you know, you would think, okay, patient zero is the dog. It's fine. That's what's causing this problem. The end of this fucking movie really flips yeah. it on its head. But also, we haven't brought him up. Manu, the best firefighter known to man. Yeah, we got to talk about Manu for a second. So there's two <coughs> firefighters that go in the building. Yep. Two there, firefighters, two cops. Yeah. Two firefighters, because we know their names. We don't know the cops' names. Uh, Yeah, actually, yeah. We there's, never learned the second cop's name. There's the a big fat right. one who's old. Yeah. And then his partner, who I assume is a rookie because he's really young. He looks in his 20s yeah yeah uh, uh the old man dies literally immediately yeah i gotta say the other cop he does a pretty good job he tries for he sure. tries you can tell he's very inexperienced and he's freaking out the whole time because like uh almost immediately i assume his superior gets the shit mold out of his neck oh yeah and is bleeding to death most of the movie and then he has to deal with this annoying camera crew Oh, and keeps, this annoying mom. And this annoying mom and just residents who are not listening to him. Oh, the old woman and the old lady. He he goes up to this apartment. He has to shoot this woman because she's coming oh, at yeah. him. And she's already mauled two people uh, yeah. and potentially thrown Alex. Down the stairs. The other firefighter off the stairs. Yeah. Um, and then he eventually gets bitten by Jennifer. Yeah. Which, if you notice, he then restrains her and holds her down so that everyone else can escape the room. Yeah. Which, it's you know, super... good on him. Super cool. But yeah, Manu, who is one of the two firefighters. Dude, Alex that and Manu. fucking scene with the sledgehammer, bro. <laughs> he's such... He's so... He's too good at his job. A good firefighter. He's trying so fucking hard to save everybody. He's not only, like, helping all the people, but he's making sure the one cop isn't, like, freaking out. Dude. Like, every he... time he has to pull his gun, because he has to pull his gun on the residents a couple times to get them to listen. Yeah, because they don't want to listen. They just want to leave. But what are they going to do? Go outside and get shot by the by the cops? Yeah. But every time Manu's like... He's like he gets his gun down and he's talking to him. Uh, not to mention when things start going wrong, he's like the first one to like help people. Yeah, <clears throat> and he's also like, and you even bring this up while we're watching it. He's so much well, so much better equipped because he has that thick ass like uh, windbreaker fireman jacket on that yeah. can actually take the, the impact of the bites. Yep. So he can't actually get infected. He does get infected. Yes. Spoiler: man who gets infected, which is very tragic. It makes sense though, because he it's it's unclear if he gets bitten or if he gets blood in his mouth. Yeah, which he definitely has blood in his um, mouth at some point. My guess is he gets bitten because he's holding off like six or seven zombies by yeah. himself while Pablo and Angela run upstairs. Yeah, well, it's a look in this apartment for keys. Yeah, I think before we get to the end, oh, we should God discuss damn. cinematography. It's really good. Uh, it's exquisite, in fact. I would say two things worth mentioning is a. They're filming in this real building. Yeah. So Pablo Rosso, the chief of photography, is going up and down these things with his camera. Oh, my God. Dude, that guy must be fucking jacked. 
Yeah. Like, but, the amount of running he does up and down these stairs with this fucking camera is insane. And he's keeping everything in shot. Like, that's yeah. the thing. He's doing a good job as a, you know, head of photography, filming everything, getting everything in scene. Bob, you mentioned, like, he'll look away from things just to get things yep. out of focus. Dude. Like, there's one scene where he's he looks down for half a second with the camera. Oh, my God. And then he looks back, and this woman who had been bidden and is, like, dead. Is just gone. And chained up to, uh, I was going to say chained up to the Oh, stairwell. the one when she stands up, bro? Yeah. That mom. one freaked me out. Yeah, bro. He looks down for half a second, looks back, and she's fully erect looking at him. Yeah, like, looking right into the camera. There's tons of stuff like that. And it's really good. And it's fucking freaky. And it's just, it's very impressive. I, I keep coming back to it in my mind because it's very impressive to do that and also be what is essentially an actor. Yeah, like delivering your lines, like interacting with the other people on set. like. But just like having choreographed movement that too. as an actor, but yeah. also having to be the cameraman is very impressive. It's super cool. It's super, super cool. And I had a, like, this this movie is probably the most visually impressive. Yeah, because normally I personally don't, I have some problems with found footage. Like, I think it's a cool genre. Yeah. In some ways, but a lot of times people take advantage of the, the whole found footage-ness to do something cheap. Yeah, and this movie didn't do that. It didn't use that as an excuse to do cheap things. It it used it as a narrative, which I thought was super cool. Yeah, which I, it, it was it added to the narrative for me. It was a very deserving use of the genre. I guess that's I, my point. I completely agree. Also, Pablo's such a badass cameraman. Oh, for sure. Like he goes first all the time, and he doesn't want to be there. No, he had to go because Angela didn't want to go. Angela made him go, but Angela's like, "We got to go in this room," and he's like. Oh, okay, <laughs> I don't want to, but okay. And then she's like, I'm scared. And he's like, all yeah, right, me. I guess I'll go first. <laughs> she keeps pushing him to do things. I think it, it's very funny, but he does it. Yeah, he's like, all right, I guess. So he's like first in rooms with, we know there's a zombie in there. For sure, stuff is in there. Or also like, he was helping out, like Manu, and oh, Manu yeah. was wrestling with a zombie Oh, and yeah, stuff. like uh, at one point they're in the stairs and uh, the Chinese woman got bit and is infected and is like chasing them and they straight up manu and pablo choke her out mm -hmm. because something that you mentioned during the movie that i think is really interesting about these zombies that i don't think we really see is these aren't normal zombies like they're not like so we'll talk about what the whatever's happening in a second uh because i want to keep that towards the end because it is kind of yeah, more spoilery cool. but basically like the zombies aren't whenever you see a zombie you think oh like oh it's not going to be hurt yeah these zombies get hurt like i think they choke a zombie out yeah, that's the thing. We keep calling them zombies because that's the category. Not sure if that's the most accurate way we can describe them. Rabid people. But yeah, they're kind of like like they have a weird form of rabies. Yeah, like you can still hurt them. Yeah, they get hurt and they go down, not just in the sense of like, oh, I'm injured and I can't move. In the sense of like, Manu fucking bops one of these guys in the face oh. and his nose breaks. And he grabs his face. And he grabs his face and he has to like shake himself because he's in pain. Yeah. Uh, before he starts attacking again. And that's how all the zombies are. They can feel pain. Yeah, oh stuff. god, when the old lady eats that sledgehammer to the face. I, I think that's also something to note is I'm not sure if they're undead. I don't know what they are. I think they're still alive. I think they're just rabid. Yeah, same. At least in this movie. I think that's the what I'm the not sure how that'll change. Angle they're going for. Some of the other movies. But like none of the, the zombies that were moving around, yeah. I could say with a without a shadow of the doubt were dead. Yeah, they no, they out. were definitely alive because they, they were, were alive. feeling pain. Like the and woman got shot, but it was in the body. Yeah, the old woman at the start got shot three times. The heavy policeman and Alex were both heavily injured. Oh, heavily. But we know they were still alive when they started moving. Sure. Most of the people who got bit on the neck and stuff were still moving. They were bleeding a lot. Yeah. But I don't think anyone was really dead. No, I don't think so. Now, the thing at the end. 
Uh, is there anything else early in the movie we want to talk about first? Um. Oh well, I will mention. I don't know how much. All of the blood looked really good. Yeah, especially for the most part. The blood looked really good. The, the, when the mom got bit on the face by Jennifer when she turned, oh, that yeah. fucking freaked they me out. They had some good bro. practical effects in Dude, this. Dude, so blood and the shit? beginning when the old woman bites out the neck of the police officer, that fucking flesh tear. Yeah, the flesh tear. It's a long string of it's flesh. Long and I think gross. it might be like a vein or something. It was really gross. Well, I was gonna say the the best one is uh Alex falls. Really oh, randomly. You don't God. expect it. Yeah, dude, it scared the fuck out of me. You kind of forget he's not downstairs. Yeah, I, I completely forgot he wasn't and there. And you just hear thunk, and then there's just blood on the ground. Yep. His face looked so fucked up from the fall before, in the bite. Before we get to going upstairs. Yeah. I wanted to mention again with the camera. <laughs> yeah. So it's a heavy-duty, like, newscasting camera, yeah. right? So uh-huh. everything looks good. Yeah. It looks like an actual movie. The only thing that tells you it's kind of found footage, it, per it's se, a little is the camera shake. too. Like it We're has like that. SD. Well, that's what I'm saying, but I think that was on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you wouldn't get like your local nighttime newscast in like in 2007 in in Spain in HD. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I actually think the movie's kind of nicer to watch in SD. I think it looks really good because it the looks graininess more adds like to the effect. a TV broadcast. Yes, exactly. Um, you can watch it in HD, and I'm sure it looks really good. But this kind of gives it authenticity. Ugh. But what I was gonna say is the camera looks great, which one of my problems with a lot of found footage movies is they'll be like, oh, we're filming on a shitty camera yeah but it looks really good mm-hmm. and this one they have a reasoning for why the camera looks good i think that's great the only way you can tell that uh it's on a camera like this is because it shakes sometimes from just mm-hmm. pablo moving yeah uh but what i was gonna say is bob made a comments throughout the movie he's like why does when the camera turns off like it gets all glitchy and stuff and it's because throughout the movie they keep dropping the camera and the camera keeps getting damaged from like at one point pablo hits someone with it oh yeah or the camera gets hit by a zombie. And so progressively throughout the, the movie, uh, there's issues with the camera that become more and more. Yeah, like how at the very end, uh, the fucking, the light got punched out. Yeah, the light gets broken. So then they have to switch to, they night have a vision, night vision mode. And only the person with the camera can see. Yeah, in this room. Because the power keeps going out in the building. Yep. Because they're trying to, with the quarantine, they're trying to keep people from, like, sending out information. Yep. So, for instance, they had a block on radio and cell phones yep, and stuff. Yep, th- very early on in the film. Very early. The when, second they knew there was a When quarantine. the racist old man started yelling about how he couldn't call anyone oh anymore. God. Yeah, there was this one pencil mustache guy, and he was he was really racist. He was really racist towards that Chinese family. Yeah. They did not deserve that. He was that. talking about smells. and He was being an asshole. Yeah. But what I was going to say is the camera keeps getting worse. Like, before when the... At the beginning of the movie, I don't know if you remember, when the camera turns off, it just turns off, and it cuts perfectly. Uh And then once we get into it, there's a little glitch every time it turns on and off. Um, Yeah, 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 like the little static. Yeah, which you can tell is some minor damage. The the other big thing that I just want to mention is, like, once things start going wrong, they stop using the microphone. Yeah. Like the hand microphone. Yeah, they drop it, and uh, they're on lav mic for most of it. And so they're on lav mic, and so... Things start going wonky with audio. Like, I, I don't think you were thinking about it because you don't really think about that in movies usually. No, because most of the time they're not doing this sort of thing. Yeah. And it just is supposed to sound good. And you were like, why is there no audio? And it's because Pablo had put down the camera at one point and the mic was covered. Yeah. Or like or Angela it, was getting her chest grabbed at and the lob mic had someone's hand on it or something. Yeah. Or like the camera kept getting hit. So the microphone got worse and worse throughout the movie. Yeah. That was really cool. Um, it was really, really cool. Anything else about downstairs? before we talk about the ending. This movie has a, an immense attention to detail that I really enjoy. Yeah. Which I think is why I was saying quarantine sound is good. It's because there's not a lot to this film. No. But it's how well it's done that makes it yes, good. Yes, it is absolutely how well it's done. It's the quality of what we're like so seeing. If you did a cheap kind of remake and you didn't care as much, it wouldn't be as good. Wouldn't be as good. 
you can tell that the people that made this movie wanted to make this movie and did a really yeah. good job making this movie. Also, that building is such a perfect pick. Oh, it's so menacing. It, it's a very old building, and it's this this Fucking old spiral stool. staircase. Not spiral per se, but like one of those wraparound staircases. Where you can look up the middle. Yeah. And exactly what I didn't want to happen, happened. There's like six zombies on the stairwell. Pablo sticks the camera over, and all the zombies like stick their head down and into look the up center. And, and their eyes. Yeah, it was fucking horrific. All right, so you want to talk about the ending? <laughs> oh, God. You want me to summarize what happens? You don't have to summarize what happens. We can, we can just talk about right. it. Well, basically, they go up to the apartment. Yeah, so... They're, it's the penthouse, yeah? Yes, yeah, the penthouse. And they're told that no one's been up there for months. Yeah. Some guy from Madrid or something owns it. Yeah, and he rents it, like, and he's never there. He's basically, never there. Basically, they're like, it's empty. No one should be home. Yeah. So they open this fucking door, and Because I'm they're like, running from all the zombies. All of... Th- it's just Pablo and Angela at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's just those two. They're the only two left. Everyone else is either infected or locked up somewhere. No, no, they're all infected. They're all out. Well, we don't know... We, we don't know where everyone in the movie is like we don't see every tenant in the building i don't think we see most of them but they're like oh the colombian yes. girl like blah, blah 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 but everyone's out and free yeah all the infected and at almost least. all i think the, the jennifer's still chained to the stairs no jennifer wasn't chained oh did they unchain her the mom was mom chained. was chained we don't see jennifer uh, actually after she bites the cop yeah the second cop yeah who knows he might have shot her and then shot himself maybe that, he might, yeah. that, that's probably no because we see the cop running up the stairs oh yeah we do so we don't know where jennifer is anyway anyways <laughs> uh we get to the end of the movie and they climb into this fucking apartment and i'm like oh, they lock the door and then the, the zombies leave Yep, they're like, oh, the zombies left. That's weird. And Bob was relaxed, I think, at this I, point. I he was, was like, feeling oh, safe. A, a lot better about myself. Yeah, I was really, I was really, really uh, happy with how I felt. And I think it was interesting that you didn't notice immediately what the apartment looked like. Yeah. So first of all, the light, it, there are no, the electricity's off, so they don't have yep. lights in this apartment. They open the door, it's dark. Yeah. They close the door. It's just dark. Besides the subtitles. Yeah. So then, like, Angel's like screaming, telling Pablo to turn the light on. Pablo turns the light on. He's keeping her calm. He's like, I Pablo's know, trying I'm, I'm really hard. Turn the light on. It's not turning on right now. It's kind of fucked up. It basically, he's like, the light bulb's unscrewed. I gotta screw it back yeah. in. Um, and uh, it appears they are in the dirtiest, dingiest penthouse I've ever fucking seen. I think it's interesting. Covered in like pictures and yeah. like newspaper clippings. It looks like the home to a serial killer you can or see the him, Riddler. In fact, you can see him immediately. Uh, I was surprised you didn't like notice. I think it's because you were relaxed. But there is so many pictures of this one girl on a the wall. A single girl. Yep. Uh, and then I noticed, because they start snooping around in this place, they're mm-hmm. like, uh, lots of lab equipment. Yeah, but it's old school lab equipment. It's old it looks shit. Like, it looks like an alchemy lab. Yeah. Um. Lots of, there's like, uh, oh, what is the word I'm looking for? Religious memorabilia. Yeah, lots of, uh, like, like Mary, crucifixes. crucifixes. Mary's. Um, Burning hearts. Yeah. There, there's a crucified Jesus without the cross on the wall. Yeah. Which I think is really funny. But there's a lot of pictures of this one girl. Yes. Basically, the whole first room has wall to wall. It's just news articles about this uh, woman. Who apparently was possessed by a demon. Yeah. So she's from, I think, Portugal. Portugal. Yeah, that's what it was. And I don't know how much you were keeping up with it. I was trying. Basically, what all these news articles were saying, because they were reading them. Yeah. Is she was possessed. She got brought to like the Vatican to get looked at. Yep. Uh, eventually, she got put in the hospital, and then she went missing from the hospital. And the hospital doesn't have any records that like she was checked out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think if you notice, these were news articles from different newspapers. So I think the implication yeah. here is that it wasn't necessarily reported that this was the same girl. Yeah. And they were it, only able to put it together because they tracked it through these news articles, which was I think what the person was doing himself. Yeah. And then so the person in who owns this apartment left behind a tape recorder. So they start yeah. listening to his notes. What is that? 
it's an old like the big reel. Yeah, like tape recorder. I, I don't know. Anyways, anyway, they start listening to his shit, like trying to figure out what's going on. While they're doing this, they hear something fucking crawling around in the ceiling. No, they hear a banging in the ceiling. They hear banging in the ceiling, which made me unsettled. But basically, this dude's notes. He's basically talking about how he wants to eradicate any like idea of her existence. Yeah, sort of. So he ta- he's talking. They play the tape recorder. Yeah, he's talking about a vaccine. Angela's kind of confused, so she re- rewinds it by quite a bit. By quite a bit. And then it starts talking about how, like, the enzyme has potentially mutated. Yep. And so he thinks it might be infectious now because it's resembling things like the flu. Yep. And so apparently before it wasn't. And then he says, uh, I've sealed her in the attic. Well, no, she said, I put the seals up. Put the seals up. So he's still convinced this is a demon. Yes. And then he's just like, may God help us if she gets free. Yep. And that's the end of the tape recorder. Yep. Then they go into the next room. Bob loses his shit because the attic door swings open. Yep. And Pablo sticks the fucking camera up there. I assume his head, but do. Yeah, but yeah. What, what did you see, Bob? He he does a full 360. He do, which every- is the most fucking... <laughs> I hate... Could you... did Was that necessary? He does a full 360. I think it makes it more freaky because he does a 360. You don't see anything. And then you see something on the end of the 360. Yep. Well, not even at the end. I think he turns around again and it's just there. Yeah. But what was it, Bob? A face. What type there of face? There was a, a, some, a, a half-eaten face upstairs in the attic. Yeah. There's that guy in the ceiling with his yeah. face eaten. Do you think that's the guy they're talking about? I think I would assume that would be him. I assume that- Like that he accidentally got bitten when he was sealing her? Yeah, and then just killed himself by leaving himself in there. Locked himself in the attic. With her and got- Well, not with her. Oh, I, was she not in there? She wasn't in there. She's in a different room. She oh, didn't I thought come out she of the was attic. coming out of the- Oh, because when they so. turn around, she's- She's coming down the hallway. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I think- I think assuming that he's the guy on the recorder yeah he got bitten sealed himself there so he sealed himself in the attic and sealed the room and sealed all the rooms so that she couldn't get out yeah but yeah so then they're freaking out and then they see a dark thin dude that thing. fucking freaked me out because and this is when bob started shaking so hold on let me preface this with at this point the camera light is broke yeah because he stuck it up in the attic and whatever it was punched it out and yeah. shattered the bulb and they turned the night vision so on. they're on night vision which means it Angela, takes a couple seconds too it takes a couple seconds and you're in the dark not knowing what the fuck you're seeing Angela is freaking out because she's like I can't fucking see so only Pablo can see yeah you can see the transition when she goes from like oh this is great for my career to oh this is actually a situation that I'm in and I'm not just an observer yes so Pablo is trying to grab Angela so that he can be like I'm right here like look look through the camera so we can see and they fucking turn and look back down the hallway they just came from and I'm like what the fuck is that is that something standing at the end of the hallway or is that a coat rack it fucking turns and it is the tallest, gangliest, grayest, grossest motherfucker. Yeah, it's this woman you've ever seen in your life. She's very skinny. She's naked, besides some underwear. Yep. Uh, it's Javier Botet. Yep. Which we haven't seen the whole movie, and I I point that out to Bob, and he's like, Yeah, I was thinking about it. We didn't see a skinny motherfucker. Yep. That's what I was waiting on. I was waiting on that big fuck. Can you tell why he plays creatures? Yeah. Really, really good. Because they can freak. They can put a lot of stuff on him. Like yeah. Uh, the fake breasts and stuff. Yeah. And it looks pretty real. I mean, very similar to what uh, they did in Terrifier for when Art yeah, in that but homeless like, lady. He's so skinny that you can put a lot of prosthetics on him and mm-hmm. it looks natural and he still looks skinny. Yeah. Do you know who that was? The girl. Yeah. Assumedly. Yeah. She's big, bro. Well, I want you to think about the fact that like we saw what she looked like before. Yeah. How long do you think she was in there? Oh, I have no fucking like she's idea. Because there was medical equipment, there was beds. How long do you think she's been kept? No idea. Like, just being experimented on. That she looks like that now. Like, oh, starved. God, she was so fucking tall. Gross. 
So what's really cool is she's blind, which is something I didn't realize. I don't think she's blind. The lights are off. Oh, there's I'm no stupid. light. Bob. I'm stupid. She's not blind. There's I'm dumb. no light. She can't see. She has a hammer. She picked up a hammer. She did pick up a hammer, which I thought was pretty funny. I made a really good a hammer joke, which I'm gonna probably edit in because it was fucking good. <laughs> but she picks up a hammer. Oh, she's freaking out trying to find him and kill him. And she can't. They they kind of know she can't see because at the end of the day, they're just humans in the dark. And Pablo even says, if we be quiet and sit still, she can't see us. She can't find um, us. So she kind of like is walking around. She walks into something at some point and starts hitting with the hammer because it clatters. Yeah. Eventually, though, she gets Pablo. Yeah, she gets Pablo, and then uh, Angela gets got after. Which which is really interesting because Pablo drops the camera. Yep, and Angela's crawling towards the camera. She can't see, and she doesn't hear anything at that point, so she picks up the camera, and she sees Pablo scanning his face again. Yep. So and then she runs away. And then she gets grabbed, and that's Well, the she end. drops the camera. The camera's looking at her. She's yeah. crawling towards it, and then she gets pulled away. Yeah. So... I think the most interesting thing about this infection, I assume probably the last thing we'll talk about, is the idea of the religious part of it. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. The fact that this could just be a demonic infection. I think it leaves it up to what you want to think. Yeah, for sure. Because what, what it is, is very clearly this girl got whatever, sick or whatever. Yeah, possessed, apparently. She, factually, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Well, like the indisputable part of this, right? Yeah. Is something was wrong with her. She got sick or possessed or whatever something was wrong she was taken to have an exorcism happen that didn't help the vatican said oh she's probably sick so she got taken to a hospital then she disappeared and then whoever this was abducted her and this guy seems to be in the idea that this is a religious related yeah possession with the amount of like crucifixes and marys he has fucking floating around in pictures on his in his rooms like it it kind of feels like he was like it's a possession, but it has physical manifestations. Manifestations, and also I think it's interesting that he's like, I've sealed the doors. Like, I assume he also means like he's spiritually sealed yeah, the doors. I got the feeling that because he didn't, he doesn't say doors. He just says I've sealed her. Yeah. He also uh, mentions like he's like this is gonna be a long ritual. Like it's yeah. definitely like a religious thing, especially because I mean he's talking about a making a vaccine. Yeah. But all his equipment is very much closer to alchemy equipment than it is. Actual chemistry Standard equipment. high-tech chemistry equipment. Yeah. Um, so I think it's kind of cool. They leave that up to debate. It is. I think it's quite cool. Because it's definitely viral, For but sure. whether it's a possession uh, or something else. Mm-hmm. I think it's even cooler, though, that it's very clear this guy abducted her to For sure. experiment on her or whatever. Whether that was to just cure her or for actual experimentation yeah but it's interesting to note that when he first got her the enzyme that makes the virus or whatever wasn't infectious no it wasn't it like mutated throughout her yeah weird and if that's him that got bitten he's the first like the second yeah infected. and then the dog got it because at that point he didn't even know it was infectious before he died no he, he did just like it might be because it looks like the flu now yeah yeah and then the dog got it i assume it got some blood or something yeah just probably wandered up to that apartment and licked something Something under the door. Yeah. But yeah. Um, One thing I want to talk about before we go. Yeah. Something I skipped last time because we had a guest. I didn't feel like uh, You want to talk time. about your notes? So I didn't take notes. I should be taking notes. Wait, no. He movies. never takes notes. I, we're we're going to just accept that. I might make fun of him still. But I was more going to ask, what what things did you add this time to your so, scareboard? This is my list of scary things that I don't like. Uh, we have currently on the list. Don't read out the whole thing. Just well, tell me uh, what you added. Well, hold on. Hold on. I, well, things I added to it. I added one to the dark All right. because of the... A room with the night vision camera because that fucking that was the scariest part of the whole film for sure yeah and they were in the dark uh i added uh i mean you were shaking bob you um, literally balled up and started shaking i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> uh let's see and i oh and then i so 
As a joke, I added stairs to the list of things I don't like. Yeah. Because of that. You really don't like stairs. You were talking about before the movie? Because- During uh, the movie? The stairs are the most menacing thing because it's like, it's like, it it's, you know how in movies they'll have that really long shot of like a hallway that's I understand. really suspenseful? I just think it's funny because you were like, I jokingly added stairs, but I'm like, I think you really don't like stairs. I don't. Bad things happen in stairwells. I said it once, I'll say it again. <laughs> stairs are like the menacing hallway in every movie, but instead of going in front of you, they go up, which is way harder to see. Or down. Or down, which, which is I worse. Think is worse. Never go down the stairs. That's what I'm saying. Stairs are a menace um, and should be outlawed. Elevators a only. Anything else you added? Uh, I didn't add anything else. No. One for stairs, one for the dark, none for spiders. Uh, no razor blades. Well, yeah, that's it, man. That's what, no for no clowns. What would you rate the movie out of ten for scariness? Ten uh, being the scariest. One out of being for the, scary. Yeah, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. You yeah. thought the Spider movie was scarier last week? Did I? What did I say for last week? You well, at first you gave it a one, but you thought that was a ten, and then you settled on a nine. No, this movie's scarier. I need to adjust my scale. It's probably a ten, right? Like, no. Would you, ten is fuck. No, I'm never watching that again ever. Okay, you could make me watch this again. <laughs> okay, really? Because it's a good movie. Yeah, that's the thing. It's a it's it's really, really you scary, enjoyed it? but it's a very, very well done movie, and I enjoyed that, that part. I think the end's the scaredest I think I've ever seen you. Oh, yeah, the end freaks me out. You think that was the scariest you, you movie so far? You know what so makes far? it the sc- Yeah, for sure. You know what makes it scary? The fact that uh, that's a demon. Well, I think it's the tension before she attacks. Yes. Because once too. she started attacking, you were okay. Yeah, it, they do a... Oh, it's so fucking scary, dude. Well, Who would you recommend it for, Bob? Ooh... Mm, yeah. Good question. I think Ashley would actually like this movie. I, I meant not people, but yeah, yeah, she <laughs> might. It's too slow for her at the beginning, but well, the end is what I mean. Yeah, the end might get her. Um, who would I recommend this movie for? People who want a new a new take on the zombie movie. Yeah, if you want a different feeling, like a zombie movie that isn't just like you know classic zombie hack and slash fun adventure movie. Yeah, this movie's for you. Like a little virus infection zombie. Yeah, movie. this movie's actually fucking freaky and is a genuinely really good. I'm so glad you put this on here. Yeah, like, I unironically, think it's, a good one. it's a really, really good movie, and I really enjoyed this it. This one almost didn't go on here. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised by that because this is great. I was going to have a different movie that was also played with a unique version of zombies. <laughs> yeah. But I couldn't find that one. Oh, really? streaming or anything. That yeah. sucks. But, yeah. Or someone who's just into, uh, I think, like foreign films. It's a, it's yeah, a good Spanish I, film. You don't see a lot of Spanish horror. That that was something I was about to say is if you like foreign films, I, I've been really getting into foreign media lately. Like on Netflix, at least, like I've been watching a lot of the Korean shows in Korean. They're really good. <laughs> shows in Korean. Oh, I'm watching them in Korean, and I know, not English. I know. The option it makes sense. English, to but I do it. Distinguish. I thought yeah. it was just a funny sentence. <laughs> it is. Uh, so watching something in Spanish, like it was cool. I liked yeah. it. I, 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 I've come to uh, have a respect for foreign media now that I didn't have before. Fair. Mostly because I didn't watch it. But yeah. I'm like, holy shit, this stuff is really good. I well, that. I guess uh, I guess we'll cut to screams. Yeah. We'll cut to the screams. They should There's be very good this time. Fucking blood curdling ones in here. Hurt my ears, even though we turned the volume down. So Did I really? I'm sorry. Yeah, there was one. Was one. it the one at the end? I don't know what it was. Or was it when It might have been when Alex fell. That one was really loud. Well that fucking freaked me out. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, I guess I'll find out when yeah. I edit this. Uh, but, we'll uh, see you at the ending in we'll, a couple seconds. Yeah, we'll see you. Bye. Bye. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this scream portion of today's episode of Beware the Board. Um, this week we watched Rec 1. It was by far, I think, the scariest film we've watched so far in the podcast. I It was fucking terrifying. Uh, I think Ben and I are going to start doing a special thing where the first scream of every single episode is my reaction to the cover on Amazon. Because I never actually see the covers before I edit these or before we watch the film. Because I don't know what movies they are. So uh, here, have a listen to my first reaction to seeing the cover of Wreck shown to me uh, right before we started watching the movie. There it is. Can I open my eyes? Yeah, I'm hovering over it. No. 
No, I don't want to watch this movie. No, 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 no. Absolutely fucking not. But you see it's the little rec symbol. Like it the is the little symbol. rec symbol. It's got the red dot. This next screen comes to us from the first infected we see in the film, an older woman who we can hear screaming from the outside. The firefighters and policemen go to investigate with the camera crew, and it is gruesome. Okay, she's not like... I freak out. She keeps rubbing her thighs. Yeah, she's like tweaking. She's like... I almost thought she... Oh, Jesus. Oh, why did she fucking yell? God damn, stupid old bitch. Fuck you. I don't give a damn now. You scared me. She's tweaking. Ooh! Oh, shit. Oh, she got him. She bit his neck. Oh, look. Oh, wait. Is that the... Yeah, that was the police officer. Pablo, what do I do? I don't know. What do you do, bro? Uh, get this bitch off of him. Jesus. She tore out his neck. Oh, oh the flesh. The flesh that came away from his neck. Yeah, did you see the tear there? Yeah, dude. This next clip is our reaction to Alex, the firefighter, getting thrown in the middle of the staircase so that he falls directly to the ground and smashing into the plaza area of the building. Imagine being the child in this movie. This child's doing- Holy fuck! Are you- Oh my god, he's already dead? Yeah, that was the other firefighter. Someone chuck him from the top of the stairs? He's so dead. Don't even try and save him. No 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 don't come down those stairs there's someone upstairs yeah it's that old bitch this next clip is our reaction to us seeing some of the residents that we've come to know throughout the film to actually become infected. At this point, this is where everything really starts to kick off. The infected really start to outnumber the living in this situation. Oh yep, here it goes. It's kicking off. Cops got the inspector. He's not bitten him. He's, he's not bitten him, but he's grabbed the backpack. He's like trying to... to oh! He, oh! Oh, there's that one. Oh! Alright, doctor's dead. Doctor's bit, at least. What's going in there, Pablo? Well, yeah, fucking run, Pablo. dude! This next clip is mine and Ben's reaction to the realization that Yennefer probably is patient zero for the virus that has infected many of the residents of this place. As she turns around, goes feral, and bites her mom on the face. I really didn't expect this to turn out like this, but this is interesting. Yeah, it just tonsilized my ass. Oh! Oh my fucking god! Are you... Holy shit! You know what the worst part is? That's insane! You know what the worst part is? What? The mom knew this whole time. This next clip is our reaction to the next time we see Yennefer, where she goes absolutely feral and attempts to kill the other cop, who drags her into another room and shuts the door behind him, saving everyone else from her wretched, wretched grasp. It's for breaking down doors. Yeah. Look how the camera crew just followed him up there. Ah! No, no, no! Oh, God! Fucking shoot her! What's wrong with you? My ears hurt. <laughs> Jennifer! No! Don't! Don't, Jennifer, relax me, motherfucker! Just shoot the kid! He's going hands Just kill first. her! He's going hands first. Oh, wait, is he gonna... Do they have a... Oh, they have to get a blood sample. No, it's tranquilizer. Oh, they're gonna try and save her. Well, they're, That's it, a mistake. They're gonna try and tranquilize her, at least. But to save... To maybe save her and not have to kill... Oh, God! Ah! Mm, don't... What are you fucking doing, dude? Do you see her eyes? Yes! Oh! No, 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 she's gonna fucking destroy you, dude. Oh, she's totally gonna bite him. She's gonna destroy- look, look, uh, look at that No, 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 no! Jesus Christ, I fucking told you, asshole! Why the fuck? What is wrong with you? Oh, did she bite him yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's blood on did the you camera. See the blood splatter? You're in her mouth. Oh! Oh, the, the sound cut out. Oh, God. Oh, fuck me, this child is 
freaking me out, dude. She sounds like a fucking cat. This next clip follows the previous one directly, as right after they've left the room where the cop is holding Yennefer back, the old woman makes her return, but Manu has a sledgehammer this time. Oh, he's gonna try and... Nah, he's just saying, go, she bit me. Well, yeah, but... He's gonna hold her and let them leave. Let them escape. Oh! Bloody old woman! Please, please, Manu. Domino, nice. Yeah. Manu, you're a, a genius. Oh, she's like, you broke my nose. Well, now you just got fucking cracked again, you dumb bitch. Oh, Jesus Christ. This next clip is my reaction to the death of the old racist man from the beginning of the movie. Oh! Oh my God! Rest in peace, old racist man. This next clip is our reaction as the remaining people, which include Pablo, Manu, and Angela, try to make it back up the stairs past Yennefer's mom, who has become infected and is chained directly to the staircase. Alive? Yeah. So, like, they feel pain and they react to it? Yeah. Oh! That was fucking unnecessary freaky, because she just stood straight up. They could totally get up the stairs without getting hit by this bitch. Yeah, but it's still freaky. Ah, yeah, it is, because I don't like the way this bitch is looking at me. Is Manu going to make it? Ah, oh, we're good. Thank God that bitch is chained to the stairs. This next clip directly follows the previous one, as after they made it past and Yennefer's mom, the young Chinese woman chases them up the stairs and has to be choked out by Manu and Pablo. I just grabbed his clothes, though. This movie does a really, really good job of utilizing the fact that the camera's on the guy! Jesus H. Yeah, see, Manu is in the best situation. He's got that thick fire. He's got that thick, yeah, that thick, like, windbreaker jacket. Pablo, help me. Oh, Pablo, just hit the camera down there. Just gonna chuck her down the stairs. That's what I do. Oh, they're just choking her out. This next clip is our reaction as we see all of the other infected start running up the stairs after the people remaining, and Manu must fight them off with little more than a sledgehammer and his giant neon windbreaker. So, like, the lights are off on the stairs. Are you fucking me? So, like, she didn't get bitten. She's just like, oh, she's freaking out because she's in shock. Oh, someone get this bitch away from the fucking camera. Angela did it. Jesus Christ. This this movie's really good with the camera. This movie's good at that. Chuck that bitch down the fucking stairs, Manu. He hasn't gotten bitten yet. He's just like stone cold choking a bitch. The mallet. Oh, the fucking sledgehammer. The mallet. Oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, Manu just killed that woman. Yeah, well, Manu's a fucking boss. This next clip is our reaction to the attic in the penthouse bursting open and Pablo sticking his head in the camera up in it and something terrible happening. Have a listen. I don't like this, bro. May God help us. Oh! Oh, trap door in the ceiling. There was something up there, but something's gonna jump. Don't look! Don't look! No, why are you looking? Stop! Stop looking up there! Pablo, go up there with the camera. There might be a way out through the attic, are you fucking kidding me? No, we're not gonna give it a goddamn try. If you fucking put that camera up there, I swear to Jesus Christ, Pablo. Not just the camera himself, too. Pablo, get the fuck out of there. Bro. Bro. Do, 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 do. Nothing's gonna go wrong here. <laughs> God, I fucking hate this goddamn movie. You kicked the table. <laughs> Ow. Something hit the camera. Yeah, it was an asshole. This next clip is our reaction to the first time in the film that we see the character played by Javier Botet, otherwise known as Nina. She is a disgusting wretch of a creature. Have a listen. There was a man in the attic who had most of his face missing, from what I could tell. What is that? Oh! Oh! 
No, 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 no. What the fuck is that, Ben? What the fuck is that, Ben? And how much more of this movie is there? Because I can't handle this. <laughs> Benjamin, whatever the fuck that was, was real big. <laughs> I was going to say, we haven't seen Javier Botet yet. That's what I was thinking, too, but I didn't know he was ever... <laughs> For God's sake, just let me out of here. <laughs> I don't want to... They can't see us, they can't hear us, and won't find us. Uh, that might work. I doubt it, Pablo. It could work. Uh-oh. What's that? Oh! It's a very thin lady. Oh! I don't want to... No, 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 no. Why does it have a hammer? Do you know what a hammer is? <laughs> oh! I need That's, propane. They did makeup for this? And propane That thing is fucking grotesque, dude. Do you know what a hammer is? No. 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 Bob, ben Benjamin. Do not cover your Benjamin, eyes with your beanie. I can't watch this anymore, man. No. Seriously? Don't fucking touch me. I know, but keep your beanie away I'm from your eyes. I'm freaking out, bro. I don't like shit like this. This is why I don't <laughs> watch horror movies. <laughs> You're shaking. <laughs> she can't hear him. They're safe. As, uh, move, uh, move your beanie, Bob. Shut up! <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> run, Pablo! Run, Pablo! Pablo, run! <laughs> oh, I guess you can't see, huh? Only it... Uh, 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 fuck me, dude. I thought this was going to be fun. <laughs> Is this not fun for you? Oh, she's just beating the fuck out the camera. Okay. Okay. No, she's beating the fuck out of Pablo. Oh, I guess Pablo is the camera, huh? This final clip is my reaction to the last scene of the movie where Angela, having escaped Nina, is slowly crawling towards the camera only to be pulled swiftly into the darkness to meet a fate yet unknown. Yeah, it's fine, Bob. Don't worry. I don't believe you that it's fine, but I, I'm less scared now. See. Oh, yep, there she goes. I saw that coming from a fucking mile away. Hi everybody! Yeah, welcome back from the screams. Yeah, how how, how was it? Hope you, you enjoyed those. I hope you and yeah, I also hope you enjoyed. Some of them were probably pretty pants shitting. So God. this is the end of the first part of what is essentially one episode. Yeah, so we'll release. I think I think I what I decided on earlier is what I'll do for episodes like this. The first one will come out on a Wednesday, and the second one will come out on a Friday. And yeah, if, if there's there two three, movies, yeah, if there's two movies, and if there's three, we'll do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But what this week, if there's four. You're not. Are you, well, I'll avoid it if I can. If there's four, fuck me. We'll I figure guess. it out when we do it. I'll have to put out a one on a Thursday or something. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Um, yeah. So we'll come back with the next part next time. Yeah. So the next episode that comes out will be the next part of this. Yeah. One. It's Rec Two, obviously. Yeah, we're just gonna watch Rec Two. Some stuff that we want to talk about. If you're listening to this, uh, thanks for listening to this Thanksgiving episode. I assume you have. If you haven't, go listen to that. That was really good. It yeah, would have already come out on Wednesday. So Thanksgiving is coming out tomorrow. Oh, so I guess look out for the Thanksgiving episode coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Shit. Oh my god. <laughs> um otherwise, you know, we did that special that's coming out today, I guess. Yeah, this we'll is have Wednesday. Uh, the special drunk episode with Ashley. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna call it shot 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 shots is the episode title. Drunk episode. Ashley and Bob are drunk. I was Well, actually Bob's drunk. Ashley was fine. I was super drunk. Uh very um, funny episode, so give that a listen. Yeah, this might be out on Spotify by the time this comes out. Debatably. I hope so. Our person's still making art. art. He's still working on it, so we'll see if when that gets I here. I mean, he has a, he has a job just like us. Yeah, he has a job and everything else, so 
like understandable. Uh-huh. Um, follow us on Twitter for updates about the show when we release episodes, when we post special episodes. We uh, just don't. I don't follow us on Twitter. I follow us on Twitter. I retweet all of our things because I'm a, I don't use I'm Twitter, a good so. co-host. Uh, this is also on YouTube. That's yeah. probably how you're listening to it. Probably Anyways. how you're listening to it. Really appreciate it. Uh, like, comment. If you have any suggestions, please leave them. We always are looking for suggestions for random categories, uh, for movies that you might want to have been put on the board at some point that you think will scare the shit out of me. Yeah, that's always fun. I watch movies before. They usually go on the board sometimes, so yeah. it's good You've for You've been doing that lately stuff. to do research, right? To get good Yeah, good I think that's what I'm going to start doing. But yeah, anything else to add? Uh, I don't think so. All right. I think have, that's the end of the episode. Have a nice day. All right, yeah. We'll see, see you, you next, time. next week. See what the board brings. Hopefully it won't be so fucking bad this time. Bye.